and the witch. May we burn her? Burn She is a witch. She looks like one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring her forward. How long has it been since you've seen the movie uh, before today? Or had you ever seen it? Yeah, I saw it like, I want to say probably about a year ago. When it, Whenever it hit like um, rental is when I first watched it. Oh, so this nice. is my second time seeing it. Oh, we don't have to get started. I was just curious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. After I watched it, I was like... I'm I'm kind of like a closeted Miley Cyrus fan. <laughs> <laughs> and that that song at the end when they're doing like the whole marching thing with that song, I was like, fucking love that song. Is I like that we can't stop. It was? <laughs> yeah, I was okay. like I started listening to it. I was like, I don't give a shit. Fucking Miley Cyrus put out a dope album. <laughs> yeah, I, I recognize the tune, but I was like, I, I know it's a popular song. I don't even have the the casual awareness of what the fuck is really popular. Except for when I hang out with my niece, who's 15. She's not my only niece, but she's my oldest niece. But it was pretty cool. She ended up, she's working on a paper in her history class on, have you ever seen Wag the Dog? Oh, I I know of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, she's, it has to, it has to be a movie. Uh, but using historical things. So she ended up, you know, proud uncle moment. She's doing a report centered on Wag the Dog, but about how governments use propaganda through media to change society's uh, focus on things. Or, you know, uh, I think she's even working in the Bill Clinton uh, bombing Iraq right before his impeachment trial was going to wow. start. All this other shit. So I'm like, fuck yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that to me, that's, that, that's courageous to me to put yourself out there like that, especially in high school. And it's like, probably like to me, high school was the first time in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, 
everything is under a fucking microscope and like where do you fit in and then to add on like you know what i'm gonna put myself as as, as like someone to be made fun of or whatever because i think differently than you that takes some balls yeah makes me happy to see her do that a conversation about this movie could either be really long or pretty quick because it's, it's right. you know a lot of it is style uh what sam levinson well, i guess just in case we end up using any of this we are talking about assassination nation <sighs> yeah man this uh yeah i mean there's so many things that you can dig into with this film that like you were just saying, we could have a really long conversation about all of these pieces that are touched upon within this film, or you know, it can be quick just about like the style, soundtrack, and the overall aesthetic of the film. There's so much that's there to kind of unpack. Uh, the movie kind of kicks off with a few trigger warnings. It says. Uh, bullying, kidnapping, blood, classism, abuse, attempted rape, swearing, death, drug use, sexual content, drinking, whole lot of fucking toxic masculinity, whole lot of transphobia. I'm adding the uh, qualifiers to those. Um, guns, homophobia, racism, nationalism, murder, the male gaze, uh, attempted Gore, weapons, sexism, <laughs> definitely sexism, fragile male egos, torture, and violence. Ah, and just to sort of prove the point where I found this uh, listed on Imgur, there's a whole lot of probably dudes yelling about how it's uh, against them. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> A lot of a lot of triggered dudes not getting the point. <sighs> Which I guess is a lot of the movie. Um what I, I how how would you so I mean this is like Salem Witch Trials with uh Snapchat. Right. You know, uh there's four girls. There's what Bex, Lily, Sarah, and Elle? Or something like that, I think their names are. But yeah. I would say the main characters are Lily and Bex, really. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a taste of the purge in this. There's a taste of he Heathers and Drop Dead Gorgeous. And it, it, it is Salem, but I feel like I saw some palm trees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, like, what fucking happens to a community? There's a lot of commentary about social media and trolling and privacy and hacking and the election and the Salem witch trials. I noticed even um, in, in one of the things I was looking at this, the main cop that very much acts like the commentary a lot of us have on police, mm -hmm. his, his name is, like, Richter which means judge in German. Wow. And, you know, well, the good people of Salem, it's... Uh, you know, where do you want to begin, I guess? Man. Desmond. <laughs> if you don't recognize the voice, everyone, this is Desmond. Oh, man. I mean, 
fuck i i just like i have to say like right off the bat that i fucking love this movie um this is my second time watching it and it's one of those films that i feel like really shows a lot more of the intricacies that go through being a teenager but also just being a young woman and trying to figure out your place in the world and being comfortable in your body and being okay with sexuality it's just it's captured so well and you know anyone that thinks that i don't know what that's like trust me i do for 33 32 years of my life i was a woman until i transitioned so thinking about like how they're showing all of these girls interacting with each other it it feels authentic and with the character of bex the things that she went through i've experienced like a lot of those things when you know dating when you're gay in high school is traumatizing <laughs> at least it was for me um and you know the the secrecy and not wanting anyone to know because someone's ashamed of you know dating a trans person or you know dating a gay person and i felt that before and when she's going through those things it was it was it brought me back to 18 year old me who was this shy little lesbian and it was just like i don't know it's it's an experience that it really hit home for me okay this kind of leads well into very early on in the movie the mayor of the town who like a lot of homophobic transphobic bigot politicians is actually I don't even know if the, I, we didn't have enough time to find out what he identified as but right. in, in the hack dump he's having sex with men and he's dressing up in women's clothes and he Bud Dwyer's himself I don't know, do you know yes about Bud Dwyer? I totally caught that too okay yeah he Bud Dwyer's himself with press conference and um, there ha- the, the friends who uh, yeah I feel like I mean, I'm just like a cis dude, but I grew up around women. I have loads of sisters and a lot of lady friends, but it seemed very authentic for friendships. Yeah. And they're having that conversation and Bex is like, why the fuck should I feel bad? Right. Because his actions and his words led to the torture and punishment and suicides of plenty of people like me. You can feel like shit if you want to, but I'm not going to fucking do it. Oh yeah, and yeah, I thought that was cool because with with a lot of uh, friend groups, well, I don't want to say a lot, but in another friend group in the movie, the dude bros, it has to be hive mind. Everybody has to think the same and say the same, or you get shunned or beaten up. And this one is more equal and more intellectual, right? Um, we didn't really skip over much when we got to the the suicide. You know, uh, Bex is the sort of shot, not well, of the group. She's probably the most shy. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're all very <laughs> outgoing and uh, their personalities, each one of them have their own distinct 
personalities and they're all incredibly outgoing, but they have their own insecurities. And it's, I mean, again, it's fucking awesome. Uh, so well written. Uh, that one friend that writes Nancy Grace or probably true crime <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> oh, that cracked me up. And then one of them's like, you do not want to go through my timeline. It's like a snuff film. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> There's the gothy girl that became the cheerleader that sort of used to be in the friend group. And she's outside it sort of now. Right. Uh, who was a dick and shared her friend's nudes with the he- the whole town. Gets a baseball bat to the head. Yeah. Oh. It's not like I didn't fucking kill her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell me that it's not justified. <laughs> Fuck you. And that That's what's so great about this film is like there's so much dark comedy. Like there's instances where you're like, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, good dialogue a lot i mean I, I also love this movie i I didn't really say it at the beginning but you might tell i don't think i've actually covered a movie that i didn't like there's definitely movies that have made me not feel good or whatever and i don't want to say this movie made me feel good but bex has a lot of the really funny lines um like later when well, Lily's boyfriend, Pennywise. <laughs> uh, I was like, Lily, why would I eat your pussy? <laughs> Is this your boat? <laughs> and he's a douchebag high school boyfriend, you know, that um, feels like he owns his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because she is having a sexting relationship with Daddy, who, I I don't know, it seemed like it was pretty obvious who Daddy was pretty early on in the movie. Yeah. Um, Creepy, creepy 40-year-old. And I know she's 18 now in the film, but it sounds like stuff had been going on for years. Right, and it's when, and I know I'm skipping ahead, but when they we can skip around, yeah, when uh, when the big leak happens and everyone gets hacked, when he's hacked, it's like yeah, his wife leaves him, but as far as like the mob mentality, it's not targeted towards him, you know, going after a young girl and being a fucking predator. No, it's her fault. She's the, the one. Slut whore bitches. Yeah, you took the picture and sent it to him, even though he's the, you know, technically, probably when some of these pictures were sent, he was the adult and was the the figure of authority for this young woman who was being manipulated by this guy. And it's just like the mob mentality and the fear of women's sexuality that just sets these people off. Yeah, that is way much more receiving child pornography versus the shit that the slightly veiled MAGA crowd right. who wanted to kill the principal for having a picture of his daughter in the bathtub. Oh, my God. 
and you know it it was great seeing the conversation between um it was lily is the like the main character right was that her name yeah um you know she's sitting at dinner with her parents and her brother um and they're calling him a pedophile a molester at the table and she's like wait a minute you have a picture of me when i was too naked does that make you guys pedophiles or molesters creepy dads like i was weird being around you naked when you were two or after you were two right oh Oh, man it's he sucks her parents suck also talking about the blame all going on the women again this is the salem witch trials and this is 2000 what was this 2017 when the movie was made 17 or 18 so this is now and this is the Salem Witch Trials. Even going so far as to look for the mark on her back. Right. Um, with the super creepy, first time I saw this, I got so scared that she was going to get gang raped. <sighs> uh, scene in the locker room where her boyfriend was like, oh, you're filthy and I'm spitting in your face because you got molested by an adult. Right. It's her you fault. embarrassed me. <sighs> Uh, and he never got his. I noticed that this time around. Like, nothing happens to him after that confrontation. Now, I, I guess on the scale of things, the people that were killing people and raping people and lynching people in their pickup truck, I guess we should have got to them first. But But still, yeah. You know, when he's the lesser baddie in the movie that they don't feel like they need to tie up that loose end, then you know there's a lot of sh- pieces of shit. Yeah, and I I also found the, the conversations about, like, well, anyone who gets hacked like that deserves it. Like, you had it coming. And <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute. How can you say that? Like, you wouldn't say that if you were hacked because that's a different story, right? And the fact that people automatically start to judge others, like the principal or the mayor, and they're quick to being like, oh, you're so wrong for you know having this secret life, you know, or whatever. But then it's like, okay, well think if you were to turn that around, you know, would you want people to react the same way to you? And while, you know, you can be pissed off at the mayor for being a closeted gay man who's a homophobe, um, you can be mad at him for that. But to, like, have this mob mentality and then once everyone else gets hacked, it's like, oh, it's everyone else's fault. It's not mine. It's everyone else around me. It just shows that kind of, like you were saying, that hive mind. It's, um, what was the, it early on in the movie, she says that she had a quote from an author whose name she couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, I found out who, who said it, but, uh, temper, she says 10% of the population is cruel. 10% is like merciful and the other 80 can be swayed in either direction. That's almost a verbatim quote. It's 10% of any population is cruel no matter what. 
and 10% is merciful no matter what, and the remaining 80% can be moved in either direction. Susan Sontag. And you don't know, you don't know who's what and how easily they can be swayed. Right. And you see the town quickly devolves into (laughs) kind of what Salem is known for. You know, I saw Goody Lily in the in the thing dancing naked with the devil and souring my milk. Kill the bitch. There's so much, so much bitch and whore and slut. Yeah. Yelled in this movie. And I don't know if it was on purpose that we saw it, but, you know, when they're dragging. I guess we can get to that in a bit because the movie kind of has two parts. There's the build-up to the massive chaos. You know, all this is going on. Yeah, the the leak, the massive leak is really what kicks it off. Her parents, after she admitted to being molested by their neighbor, kick her out of the house, like, pretty much naked and definitely with no shoes. And she's trying not to lose it. And the douchebags in the El Camino pull up and he was like, bitch, slut, bitch, bitch, here's a knife, come here, bitch, 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 bitch. And then she pegs the guy in the face with a flat end shovel. Oh, yes. I clapped at that scene. It was like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, you get the spray on the screen, too. I, I like the internet, the interaction with that. There's that, and there's also we get the the text messages and the Facebook alerts on the screen too. Oh, this film is like just visually is beautiful. I love the cinematography, the use of color. And then like you were saying where the text will appear on the screen and we even see like the, their name and then the text. And it's like daddy with the heart eyes and his text message and then, you know, seeing the um, the leaks happening on the screen while we're looking at the characters reacting to that, just how it's done visually, it fits in line with being a teenager. Like, your brain is just, like, constantly skipping around from one thing to another and thinking about this and what's going on over here and, oh, my God – who's talking about who who did what and it feels chaotic because that's that's kind of the life of like being a teenager like everything is kind of at least for me it was just it was all over the place and yeah you're you're just moving so quickly through things because your your brain is just you know not completely grown and processed yet yeah taking in so much you know that we've got these computers that are more powerful than the first computer that landed uh people on the moon (laughs) in our pockets and it's it's amazing and terrifying at the same at the same time you know she's the the girls the teenagers they're getting so so harassed so bothered and they're you know yeah, the dudes, most of the perpetrators for the things are just, look what you did to me. Right. Look how, <laughs> yeah, 
My wife left and took the kid. Yeah, no shit. You were cheating on her with the babysitter, dick. Right. It's or yeah. you know, and I, I, I don't. I hate. I hope this isn't a kink shame, and it could be, but the whole daddy thing always yeah creeps me out. It is creepy. It's like I don't. Know. If that's your thing, great. But I have never participated, and it would totally kill blood flow, <laughs> as far as I could tell. You know, I haven't really tested it out, but I don't want to because it's just. Mike Pence calls his wife mother, and there's the creepy parents and the people under the stairs, and it's just never it never made sense to me. Mother, mother. But I guess the it starts bubbling and maybe filling the creepy neighbor rapist's rage when Lily is arguing with Pennywise about Bex giving him shit about not giving head. Right. And again, he his fragile male ego gets him yelling at her and making her cry and saying creepy shit like you're so beautiful when you cry. Oh, so gross. And then, I don't know, it's... And then the neighbor is watching them. Yeah, and I think she does that part on purpose, but to what end, I'm not sure. But, the yeah, neighbor is watching, and everybody in the town is wearing the Proud Boy masks. <laughs> and there's a lot of American flag... Uh, stuff here and there and everywhere and take Salem back take Salem back mm-hmm. I feel like somebody said make Salem great again lock him up lock him, lock up. him up yeah later when she's doing her speech she's like even president of the United States just kidding oh my god that was like her speech near the end of the film and just like Everything that she was hitting on, like, yeah, you if you're a woman, yeah, you can be president of the United States. Just kidding. And the um, the piece about, like... <sighs> be louder. Be quiet. Yeah. Be confident. Don't make waves. Spread your legs. Don't be a whore. It's, it's an impossible line that I could never walk. And that's why I'm amazed and appalled when people have no understanding for how brutal a world can be for someone who's not in the, for lack of a better word, like the dominant gender or the, you know, anybody that's in a marginalized uh, society. Right. I I can say now after... God, been like a little over two years since I had transitioned that there's a definite difference from when I was a female to being male now and passing to where it's like I don't get – I used to get catcalled. <laughs> like, and I was like a hard butch lesbian and I was still getting catcalled. <laughs> and um, 
you know, now I can just walk down the street and not have any problems. I ignore it completely, which is awesome. Just blend in. I go walking at night. Oh, yeah. It's not a problem. And, you know, uh, with, with this film, it's like anything that any of these guys do, it's just there's not going to be any repercussions. And that's that's made so blatantly clear in this film. It, you feel that where it's like, yeah, I mean, men of privilege, yeah, I mean, they're going to get away with a lot more things. Because it's like, oh, boys will be boys. Oh, he was really just mental illness. Or he had... Locker room talk. Yeah, oh, you know, that's just that's just guys. That's just boys being boys. And um, you definitely get all of that with the commentary in this film. And as flashy and as kind of chaotic the film is, that message is just so blatantly clear. Everybody's acting with impurity, even including the hacker. Right. I, you know, uh, when the cop is going to kill Lily, he's like, what are you going to do, shoot a cop? And he's getting ready to kill her. But, yeah, he's he's a cop dude. Cops can kill people whenever they feel like it. That's you know, The cliche is what? It's a world where trained armed professionals can panic and act chaotically, but unarmed citizens are supposed to remain calm and not mess mess up with a gun in their face. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's alarming, and you know he's he's the one that's driving around taking these teenagers forcibly out of their home and killing someone's mom in there because they leaked my dick pics. Like, (laughs) cause that's basically what it amounts to. That's basically what it amounts to. You saw my dick pics. Oh, fuck you. Now you're the, you're the reason why I'm the way that I am because you leaked my stuff instead of being like, yeah, those are my dick pics. And Owning up to it. Yeah, that's it's it's abuser it's abuser gaslighting language. You know, see what you made me do, mm-hmm. says Annie Wilkes or Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, yeah, that scene where you know, so many people getting ready to raid the house, and I thought it was cool that they were watching that. Uh, women revenge movie where they're all wearing red and then they're all wearing red yeah. and that sort of carries out through through the thing but yeah the home invasion scene there's a really long scene without a cut oh I love this scene it's so well done and it's just the house is surrounded and all the creepy people with the masks and going in and it's brutal and it's scary and for some, for some reason, I remembered more people getting killed, more good people, I think it was, getting killed in this scene from the last time. But it was just, there's a lot of blood, a lot of death. Good good thing some of the bad dudes get shot. Bex nails the dude. Yes! <laughs> no pun intended, but pun intended now. <laughs> nails the dude in the pool with the nail gun. Oh, 
such a great scene. I mean, the cinematography around the house and going from level to level, seeing the the guys breaking in, holding the gun to the girl's head, and then you pan up to the next level to see what's happening up there. Like, it just flows so seamlessly. And, like, that is just such a fucking awesome shot. And then the same thing with the shot in the pool. Like, you're you're not only hearing the sounds of the the nails going through the water which is a fucking great sound effect and the visual effect but then the color in the pool starts to change to like you know this bright red as he's getting shot and you just see it fill up with blood and it was just such a great visual along with that awesome camera work it's unfortunate that it did so badly at the box office. It only made about one million. They were hoping to make four million, um, but it was like up against a house with a clock in its walls and life itself and Fahrenheit eleven nine. So it was like, oh, yeah, and yeah, it was just like it totally bombed the box office. Um, but I can see this film becoming a cult classic. Yeah, for real. I've seen this probably four or five times since I got it. Always a good watch. Um, oh, the like when Joel McHale's character is getting ready to rape Lily in his daughter's bed. Oh, with the with that text on the wall saying "princess." Yeah. Oh. And she's that's where she starts doing that daddy talk to distract him. And uh, she gets the good bite in, like a good <laughs> victim should if they can. And oh, God, it, it I wasn't sure who the dead body was in the bathtub at first, but it's the kid that they waterboarded and yeah. tortured into making the video, right? Yep. Saying that she blackmailed him into keeping her secret and he found out that she was the hacker. Which it was like, yeah, you got the right IP address, but you got the wrong person. Yep, there's three other people that live there. <laughs> Doi. <laughs> and I, I love how he says it, it doesn't look like it's not what it looks like. I didn't kill him. I've just got this bloody body with a bag over its head in my bathtub. And I've already been in the bathroom to get the water to wipe your legs off so I could put the moves on you. Oh, God. So fucking gross. And he plays such a good bad guy. Oh, my God. He's so good. He's so creepy and just gross. Like he's he's fucking great, and he gets such a great death in this film. And when she's in the bathroom looking around for something, when she's going through the the blades of uh, you know the razor, she just puts that on a bar of soap and gets ready. Takes a swipe when he tackles her, and fucking just slits his throat open like that, like nothing, and. It's already bloody on that entire floor, and then it becomes completely 
just drenched in blood. Like she's slipping on it. And it's a fucking great shot and a really good practical effect. And he just he bleeds out. Yeah. And he's got his shrine to weapons <laughs> or whatever laid out downstairs. America. Yeah, America. <laughs> Uh, you know, my <laughs> nothing, nothing to see here. Just all my guns out after my wife left, and I'm wearing the skull mask. <laughs> but Lily puts it to badass use. She she loads up. She goes and saves the sisters from the creepy cop, and then they go save Bex, who, after pounding on people's doors and windows asking for help, and having them ignore her. Much like the conversation we had about Laurie Strode over on your show when we were talking about Halloween, where people right. were just avoiding it. And I, it looked like one of the doors that Bex pounded on was Lily's parents' house. I think it was. I think it was. That was her mom that just totally ignored a terrified teenager. And then Bex is dragged off by the slay them high dude bros to go get splayed out in the back of a pickup truck and they're um now i i i don't want to give the bad guys any sort of credit but they did continually use her for the pronoun yeah which was very counterintuitive to all of their homophobia and transphobia you know, like when they said, oh, he Diamond sucked Bex's dick and he should kill himself or let's go torture him or whatever. Right. But they did keep calling Bex her and she. Right. But while they were getting ready to lynch her for fucking a guy like you do in high school. Right. And, okay, we that scene where the girls are all at the party, this is kind of rewinding but it goes back into why she's about to get lynched you know all the girls are at a party they're trying to be what the guys envision them as and it's over this awesome voiceover you know about what guys want and how you try to like fit this perfect image and bex ends up hooking up with this dude who's been checking her out and you know, they, they do their thing, and then immediately afterwards, he just gets up and says, you know, you can't tell anybody about this. And, you know, just the, the look of shame on her face, where it's like, oh, it's my fault. You know, that like, yeah. oh, there's something wrong with me. And, you know, being, <laughs> I've had that same exact thing happen to me in high school as a lesbian, you know, bisexual had that happen and it was like it's heartbreaking when you're a teenager because it's like it already adds to you being insecure at that time and figuring out who you are and when that happens it's like oh there's something wrong with me like i did something wrong yeah. and just taking on that shame and then not knowing what to do with it except be like okay gotta hold your head up high and act like you know what this doesn't bother me fuck you Cause that's all you can do. That's really all you can do at that point. And how they handled that, how her friends are there and being like, no, fuck him, whatever, you know, you can do better. 
you know, I've had those conversations with my friends and, you know, walked across the courtyard and acted like she wasn't there. And it was just like, it brought me back, man, to that horrible time in my life of uh, high school and, um, you know, not really knowing where you fit in and having like just your little out, your, all of your friends are outcasts, you know, and it's like, cool, we have our own little friend group, fuck everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and what what does she say at that courtyard? It's funny how someone so inconsequential can make you feel so inconsequential. Yes, such a great line. Uh, right, <laughs> yeah, for real, such a good line. And right before the extra self aware moment of what well, I love this song, and she snaps, and it comes on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the soundtrack for this movie was pretty rad. Oh, I love this soundtrack. It's probably playing behind us talking right now. If I if I know me, it's probably playing behind us. Oh, man. Yeah, and you know, I I am totally fine with owning up to this, but We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus is a fucking banger. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> that song is dope. And the <laughs> the whole soundtrack is just not only the original soundtrack itself, but the different songs that are throughout this film, it it really adds to the overall tone. It feels very much like this is a very much 2017, 2018 film, you know, for this generation of teenagers that are growing up. And you know, I, I totally felt that, which it in a lot of ways, this film reminds me of uh, Jennifer's body because it didn't catch on in the beginning it was kind of like people were giving it a lot of shit when it first came out and then 10 years later it's totally has a cult following people respect the film and it was ahead of its time as like a really feminist horror film and with with assassination nation i I feel like the film was a bit ahead of its time and you know really looking at all these different topics in a really thoughtful way and I also really appreciated the fact that Bex is played by a trans woman, not someone acting like she's trans, but an actual trans woman. And that that's something that I think is so important when you're having a film about a trans person. There's a specific kind of life knowledge that you have and how she acted in terms of like just – being a young woman and also being trans, I, I just feel like it was not only authentic, but it felt it felt like something that I could relate to. And I really appreciate the film for for doing that. Yeah, that, that I mean, representation is important. It's so, and, and it, a lot of people say, "Oh, whatever," that's acting. But I I mean, discrimination is discrimination. Right. And uh, Hari, 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 Neff is Bex. And I don't know if I've seen anything else that they've been in. I haven't seen Transparent. And I don't, I don't know anything else that they're supposed to have been in. Yeah. But she was amazing. Oh, in yeah. Yeah. She was great. And. You know, just, I mean, every one of these women, they owned it. You know, they just, 
they're badass every single one of them and the Bex in particular she just was like unapologetically herself and when she's talking about that mayor who was like a closeted gay dude who was a cross-dresser and you know you brought it up earlier but the way that she reacted to it was like fuck him he would not give a shit about me if I was the one that was killed if I was murdered which there are so many trans women of color who are murdered every single year in the United States and it's a very yeah it's a very real thing and that's just really making commentary about like yes trans women are absolutely targeted and way more than trans men because as a trans man you can pass as a man and you're not going to get any problems (laughs) and um but being a woman oh you'll get a lot more you'll get noticed a lot more for sure and you're gonna get a lot more shit yeah, I think, man, uh, I think as of September or October, there were at least 20 or 30 definitely known cases of trans women of color being killed, murdered. Yeah. Not just dying, be, being murdered. And it's, it's fucking real. And that's, I, I think that's part of why in this film... Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of deaths, but most of them are very quick. And this was drawn out torture, persecute. Oh, but that when the when the when the friends when the BFFs come to the rescue, <laughs> yes, yeah, they're just all the guns, all the cool shit. Uh, M, I think her name was with the katana sword, just <laughs> almost getting the dude's arm all the way off. Bex gets down and in record pace, she is ready, (laughs) gun in each hand, (laughs) and they slowly pick off the douchebags and save Diamond. And I feel a little weird, but, you know, maybe they ended up hooking up again later when everything calmed down. Right. Uh, (laughs) I, I thought either, I don't know, they... I guess they didn't need to make it was it was really cute where she's like thanks for not killing me I guess <laughs> <laughs> you know if if this happened in the real world that possibly could have been verbatim what <laughs> she would have said and I'm just kind of like yeah yeah great yeah thanks yeah no problem okay bye and them sparing Johnny. Which I feel like Johnny and Brad, if you're named Johnny or Brad in a movie, you're probably a dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they let him live. Even, you know, as soon as all his friends that he got riled up got murdered, he Changed suddenly found a, yeah, found a new respect for life. And said he was, I was only joking around. I was only joking. I was only kidding. <laughs> it was just a joke when I, hung, I tried to hang you with the pickup truck and. But, and then, yeah, uh, Lily's got her badass speech about people and society and treatment of women and the the contradictory orders that women are often given. 
uh, you know, don't take your bullshit out on me. I just got here. <laughs> was was like the okay boomer before it got before it happened. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I didn't I didn't make this world. I just live in it. Yeah, I'm here, and if you want to take me on, there's probably a lot more cool people than there are shitty people. You would hope. Yeah. And yeah, they go they go marching in, and all the weirdos and the the slutty girls and the prudes and the weird dudes. They're all marching behind the the four G of violence that is the squad. <laughs> and. I mean, she's she's doing the voiceover narration, so you imagine that she, well, she well she does live because right after the big face off with all the crazy, almost all dudes, yep, mob of people, and then it, it's the the FBI finally showed up after saying you can't stop the internet, <laughs> uh, and yeah, they they. Tell us what we already knew that little bro was the whatever the name was, Erdogan four three five seven blah 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 the whatever the hacker. Uh, your sister was almost killed. Bunch of people were killed. This and that. Definitely going to jail for life. Why'd you do it? Shrug for the lulls. <laughs> It's just like 4chan Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I know what the the original batch of shit was downloaded off 4chan. Yeah, and I heard somebody say that the little boy holding the green frog when she pounds the dude's face in is a reference to Pepe the Frog. Oh, oh. <laughs> which sure, but. I, I don't know, but I, I mean, it fits. Right. It fits that Pepe the Frog would just be sitting there going, oh, wow. <laughs> and that was, yeah, that was Assassination Nation. I'm so glad you suggested it. I don't know if we're actually done talking. We might go from however this goes, but we've done the movie. Yeah. Man, dude, I... It, when we were talking about doing this episode, it was between this and Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> yeah, uh, which we might still do. Yeah, right. Um, it's up to you. Yeah, but, you know, with, with Assassination Nation, there's, like we were saying, there's so much to unpack in this film. And the representation of, of someone being trans, it's just like, it, it feels very authentic to being a teenager and then adding in the fact that she's transgender which everything about it didn't feel exploitative it didn't feel like a stereotype it didn't feel like they were trying to pander to the trans community it just felt like no this is a girl who just happens to be trans which it's like yeah yeah, because that's how I live my life I just happen to be trans but I'm still a guy regular guy who's in his 30s like yeah that's not the focus of everything (laughs) right and i so appreciated that about this film and just made me respect this film even more um because of 
how authentic, how it was like, no, we want we want to make sure that if we're going to have a transgender character that we do it right, not a fucking stereotype like so many other films you know, or TV do. Yeah, it, it, even a little bit with Dallas Buyers Club, I think. Right. And, you know, like, well, let's get a super famous person. I'm like, well, why don't you make a trans actor super famous? Yeah, because there are trans <laughs> actors out there. They're out there. Yeah. A case in point with this film. Yeah, Bex. I know Lily's the main character, but every time I talk about this movie, Bex yeah. is my favorite. Oh, yeah. She steals every scene. She's so good. And I... I, I love every single one of their sass, but her especially and her clapbacks, I'm like, oh my god, I fucking love you. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, in the teasing uh, Pennywise about not giving head, it was like, I'm not a bitch, I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> such a good line. That's <laughs> such a good line. <laughs> gotta love this movie um i'm i'm really glad you picked it i like it more than i like sleepaway camp same if i'm gonna be honest same especially on this second watch it was just like you you not only get some social commentary and an interesting story and all the crazy teenage drama but you get fucking violence and gore and over-the-top shit that happens in that third act. But it all feels like it makes sense within this film because it's just such a wild trip because everything is ramped up to 100% once you start the movie. And then it just cranks all the way up to like five times that by the time the film ends and it's a fucking ride it's such a good film and i was a little shocked when i saw some of the ratings that this movie had like it's got a 5.9 on imdb right out of out of 10 73 <laughs> percent on rotten tomatoes but you know rotten tomatoes i i don't even look at that anymore because i feel like that's that's where everybody goes to downrate Marvel movies because they've got strong women in it and shit. Right. Um, <laughs> before the movie even comes out, they had to change their rules because people were just slamming Captain Marvel and stuff. And we don't even want to get into the alternate Proud Boy edit of the last Avengers movie, which I haven't watched, but I read what got cut out and stuff. And it's just, oh, my God. Uh, 56% on Metacritic and, uh, I'm okay with 79% of people on Google liking this movie. This movie isn't for everybody, but it's for most everybody. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one of those movies where it's like, if you're feeling like you want to be adventurous, watch something different, kind of explore different ideas and kind of in a different perspective because you, you're getting a very specific perspective on American culture. And that's from four young women who were in their late teens. And you're 
not only getting it from a trans woman, but there's, you know, uh, sisters who are, you know, they, they're like mixed race sisters. And, you know, you got your kind of every girl in there who's labeled the slut because she's okay with her sexuality. I mean, if, yeah. if you want to be challenged, this is a good film to watch. It's a challenging film in certain areas. But if you're, well, you probably, you would wouldn't be listening at this point in the show, but if you're the kind of person that's like, I hate talking about politics, I just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> because somehow it doesn't affect your life, this isn't for you. Or if it's, I don't like to talk about politics, but dot, 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 something fucking political, this might not be for you. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, man. It's uh yeah, I had so I, I had such a great time rewatching this movie. Um it's it's disappointing to see that it did so poorly and uh it's not getting the appreciation that I think it deserves or you think it deserves cuz it's a fantastic movie. It's really well done. And there aren't a lot of films that are like this movie. Um like I was saying earlier like you check out Jennifer's Body, and that film was made in 2009, and it was ahead of its time when it came out because the uh, talk of talking about like feminist horror film that is like your textbook case of that, and in a good way. Same thing with Fascination Nation; it's a fucking awesome feminist action thriller with buckets of blood and gore. Girls can like blood and gore just as much as dudes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was Jennifer's body the one where some friends sort of offered her up for assassin or for sacrifice to a satanic band? Or is that a different movie? Close. It was uh, the band is uh, sacrificing her to Satan. Okay. Um, okay. They think that she's a virgin, but jokes on them. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> and um she ends up becoming a succubus yeah that was good that was good uh, the adam brody he was one of the guys in the band right? <laughs> yeah the band low shoulder <laughs> <laughs> of course fuck boy band basically <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's it's fun that some of these movies can come out it is sad that it made less than half of its budget back i remember being super stoked when i saw the promo for this same uh, I, th I think when I, it was either when i went and saw a creep show at the theater or when i saw a black klansman mm. and it might have been both but you know i it sort of fell back off my radar because it was so long between seeing the promo and it coming out but I am a fan of this movie. Hopefully, if you've made it this far into the show, you are too, or you at least like it enough where you've seen it. Because if you haven't seen it, we spoiled the hell out of it. <laughs> but, whoops. Or give it um, a rewatch if, if you were, like, not so keen on it. Give it another chance, because there there's some awesome commentary in here and and even if you don't really care about the commentary as much from a visual standpoint cinematography um practical effects 
it's it's got some really good stuff in there um plus i mean it's it's just basically like it, it kind of reminded me of like an updated heathers but with a lot more blood and guts <laughs> <laughs> um and that's not a bad thing it's it's a fun movie so give it another watch if if you haven't seen it in a while it is fun um you should plug your shit before we go oh yeah um well i have a podcast and a youtube channel called desmond's flicks you can find the podcast on legion as well as uh, podbean on um apple podcasts and stitcher um but yeah youtube channel desmond's flicks i do movie reviews over there and retrospectives and uh check me out on instagram facebook and twitter at desmond's flicks and thank you so much for having me dude this was fun no yeah thank you thank you for your time and check out assassination nation uh, i'm not sure what else what, what, what sometimes i ask for what what is the message what is the fortune cookie bit of advice from the movie mm-hmm. i i don't know if it's get a vpn <laughs> Or... Yeah, that's that's one. As I was watching this, I was like, "Thank God I have a VPN on my phone and everything." <laughs> yeah, get a VPN. Watch out for your creepy perv neighbors. Don't be a fuck boy. Yeah, don't be a fuck boy. <laughs> I like it, and I, you know, I. I just feel like the other big message is like, don't try to act like women aren't, uh, you know, as capable or as strong or as okay with their sexuality because there's so much to, like we were saying, to unpack with all of it. And um, that, that I feel like that's a big message about this film is like women owning their bodies, their sexuality and, um, you know, kind of coming to the forefront and being like, yeah, that that's it. And take it or leave it. Yeah. Don't burn them like witches. <laughs> yeah. Or, or hang them like witches. I guess they didn't burn so many. But uh, at least in here in the States, they burned a lot in Europe. Um, <laughs> Fuck, dude. But yeah, it's not a witch. She's a witch. Burn the witch. She turned me into a newt. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. See you next time. I was a teenage anarchist looking for revolution. I had the style, I had the ambition. Read all the Teenage anarchist with the